Today on Good Morning Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids now home to professional indoor soccer team, Ford Airport is taking proposals for Concourse A expansion art, and fungal outbreak threatens Great Lakes tricolored bat with extinction. Good morning, Grand Rapids. Today is Wednesday, September 14th, and this is episode number 14 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. Stay tuned for today's news. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. You've probably seen businesses across nearly every industry starting podcasts. Maybe you've even heard how much impact a podcast could have on your business, but you might not know how to start one for your business, let alone make it successful. InPhase Media can help you create a powerful podcast that will help increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Go to InPhaseMedia.co to learn more about what a podcast could do for your business. Professional soccer is making its return to Greater Grand Rapids when the Rapid City FC debuts for its inaugural season in December. Rapid City FC is a professional indoor soccer team that will play under Major League Indoor Soccer. Joe Brzezinski, the director of operations for Rapid City FC, said, quote, The excitement between the community and the fans is equally as important as it is for the players. I firmly believe the product on the field drives the players. Then we can create longevity with the product. Grand Rapids is one of the strongest minor league and semi-pro markets in the country, and the only thing that is missing will be soccer. We're looking to provide that for them as well. Rapid City FC will play 12 games during the 2022-2023 season, including six games here in Grand Rapids at MSA Sports Spot in Kentwood. The season will run until March. Club president Louis Stephens III said, quote, The mindset there is to start small to build a fan base and build support. Then what we will do is we will have a couple of ideas we want to explore. There's obviously a venue downtown with a lot of our prominent sports teams already existing in that venue. We also have individuals that have brought up the idea of building in the future. We are excited to start at MSA Sports Spot. I think that gives us a great foundation to build a following. And then the coming years, we will look to other options. The club's head coach will be Fabian Rodriguez, current head coach for semi-professional team Grand Rapids Olay that plays under the National Futsal Premier League. Rodriguez is also Michigan State Futsal Director for United States Youth Futsal. Rodriguez says that his heavy involvement in the sport will help him recruit players for the indoor soccer team. Rodriguez said, quote, There is a pool of very talented players in Grand Rapids. I've been working with a pool of players for the last five years through futsal and soccer. We've had a lot of success. Many of these players grew up playing with myself, and that is going to be one pool of players that we're going to be depending on. Outside of that, there's a lot of players that we're going to communicate with to let them know that this is happening. Rapid City FC will host open tryouts at their home facility on October 1st from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Beginning December, They will compete against teams from Chicago, Rockford, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. 
The last professional team to play in the area was Grand Rapids FC from the United Soccer League, which was dissolved in 2021. Gerald R. Ford International Airport near Grand Rapids is looking for submissions for art in its Concourse A expansion. The expansion, which is supposed to open by the end of next year, is adding eight gates to Concourse A in addition to a number of restaurants and shops and an executive lounge. The 90,000 square foot expansion has a price tag of $110 million and is expected to create 300 jobs once it's opened. The airport is looking for three types of art in the expansion, custom terrazzo flooring, suspended art, and wall art. There will be four areas of terrazzo flooring, each with suspended art overhead, and several wall murals near passenger gathering and boarding areas. Airport Authority President and CEO Tori Richardson said, quote, Through our art program, we strive to curate a unique sense of place that resonates with our community. As the gateway to West Michigan, we are always looking to showcase the immense talent that exists in our region from the lakeshore to the urban core. The airport has hired on art manager Katie Moore to help pick the art and organize getting it in place. Moore's previous experience includes working with Downtown Grand Rapids Inc. and Art Prize on Grand Rapids area projects. More information on submitting art proposals can be found on the airport's website. On Tuesday this week, federal officials announced plans to list the tricolored bat as endangered, the second U.S. bat species recommended for the designation this year as a fungal disease ravages their populations. In March, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service proposed reclassifying the northern long-eared bat from threatened to endangered as it reached the brink of extinction. The northern long-eared and the tricolored are among a dozen North American bats afflicted by white-nose syndrome which disrupts their crucial winter hibernation. Martha Williams, the agency director for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, said, quote, White-nose syndrome is decimating hibernating bat species like the tricolored bat at an unprecedented rate. Bats play such an important role in ensuring a healthy ecosystem. The service is deeply committed to continuing our vital research and collaborative efforts with partners to mitigate further impacts and recover tricolored bat populations. The government says that bats give an estimated $3 billion boost to the U.S. farm economy yearly through pest control and pollinating crops. But white-nose syndrome has caused a 90% decline of tricolored bats since the disease made its first U.S. appearance in New York in 2006. The tricolored bats are among the smallest bats in North America and are named for the three distinctive shades of their brownish-yellow hair. Their historic range includes 39 states east of the Rocky Mountains and four Canadian provinces from the Atlantic Ocean to the Great Lakes. White nose syndrome resembles white fuzz on bats' muzzles and wings. It causes them to wake from hibernation and search for food before spring, leading to dehydration and starvation. The fungus that causes the disease thrives in the kinds of cold, damp spots that are ideal for bat hibernation like abandoned mines, caves, and tunnels. When adding a species to the endangered or threatened list, it's common for officials to delegate critical habitat areas where the species can be protected. In this case, the agency decided against that for the tricolored bats because habitat loss isn't causing the slump. 
but a listing as endangered would prompt the Fish and Wildlife Service to work with industries, landowners, and others on ways to limit harm. More than 150 government agencies, tribes, and nonprofits are researching how to stop white nose syndrome and how to help bats recover. Ideas like using ultraviolet light or chemicals to kill fungus spores or limit their spread have been proposed, but it would be hard to apply them in the many locations that bats roost and hibernate. Scientists are also trying to develop a vaccine against the disease. Approving the listing is an extensive process, and the Fish and Wildlife Service will take comments on the proposed listing through November 14th and conduct a public hearing on October 12th. Reportedly, the service will make their decision within a year. This has been episode number 14 of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast, bringing you a quick news update for the greater Grand Rapids area every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. To stay up to date on the latest news, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Instagram at Good Morning Grand Rapids. The Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. InPhase Media produces podcasts that can help your business increase brand awareness, strengthen community relationships, and drive business growth. Learn what a podcast could do for your business at InPhaseMedia.co, and thank you for listening to the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast.